Hello and welcome to Wrestle Opinionated. This is our weekly show all about the shows of AEW. We are your hosts. I am Morg and this is... Doesn't know whether to stare at his own picture or the camera, Matt Strange. And this is, apparently... I am. It's right. You're correct. <laughs> I am somehow still employed, Mo. <laughs> cameras! This is weird. I know. What was your idea? Orange... Orange and grey man fears the future. <laughs> was was this decided so that we could torture people that not only listen to us, now watch and have to see this? Oh, don't worry, Silver Fox makes up for it. Except now people can actually see me and not just believe my lies that I'm an incredibly handsome man. <laughs> Hi everybody, playing? welcome to our self-depreciation podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Morg's just a purple cloud coming to us from the land of the crow. Uh, yes, I went for as good. Well, I figured I had to go for as goth as possible with my my setup. And it, yeah, no, this, it works. It's also chilled. Is this to follow with um, Sting and Darby Allen as well? Yes, they're, they're oh, just yeah. over there in the rafters. Yeah, <laughs> looking down, waving baseball bats. <laughs> More on that Hi, later. <laughs> More on that later. Um, how you both been? Insomnia's back, which is probably why I look a bit a, a double haggard for usual. Oh, it comes in phases. I've had it all my life. Just um, means I get a bit trippy at times. <laughs> Otherwise solid. What about you, boys? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty good. Yeah, just going through life and uh, having the opposite. I was in bed by 8 o'clock last night. <laughs> oh, you lucky bastard. I'm old. <laughs> I downloaded Morg Skyrim doesn't sleep. again. I, I downloaded Skyrim again. Oh, so oh, my days again, have been Morg. spent modding. <laughs> Oh no! War three soon, boys. Oh. Yes, to our wrestling. It's only in three weeks, isn't it? Uh, yeah, seventeenth. Until it's delayed, so probably twenty third. You're gonna have to do a tier list. You're gonna have to do a tier list all about. Um, I'll be very excited about um, that game. I will happily tier list that game. Don't you worry. Speaking of tier party. lists, this could be the so, first time you're watching us, not just listening to us. Um, and as such, you would need to know that we have a tier list, which is how we give our ranks for the individual matches in Dynamite and Rampage. And then through the power of letter maths, we get the overall. Um, it's as good as any Meltzer scale. <laughs> and Mr. Strange can now explain that tier list and he's going to put a little bit on it because I've given him a subject. Been challenged because I'm a hoodie and my toys. There they are. <laughs> Wonderful. Um Tier list, you'll know a good tier list, comes from a Japanese school system, which is convenient because I'm talking about Japanese cartoons. I have to rate the heels of uh, Dragon Ball Z. I'm going to include Super, not the original Dragon Ball. Uh, in order of their well, character development, wrestling, uh, wrestling ability, and comparing their story to wrestling arcs for this scale. Hooray. Right, D. D is a shitty match. We didn't care about it. We didn't want to see it. The moment was wasted, maybe it was a squash match, maybe the plot was bad. Who gives a shit? Either way, it's any of the filler rocks from the Dragon Ball Z Toonami series. Fucking Lord Slug, Garlic Jr., fucking any of that shit. Just uh, any Namek that isn't Piccolo or Demon King Piccolo, basically into the trash it goes. Moving on, we're going to see. A C is an okay match. It's the good filler that you want. The wrestling is good enough. The promo gets the character over well enough. You've got enough story and you care about the action. 
If you watch a lot of Dragon Ball Z, it's clearly the Boo arc because Toriyama didn't have an editor, so nobody stopped him. Boo is big, strong, dumb, has ace fights, you get to see Vegito, but the plot is just not there. But you have a good time. That's a C rank match. I don't have to care too much as long as I'm entertained. Vegito does the spirit sword. You've never seen me be excited about Dragon Ball Z before, have you, Mo? This is I new. Have not. <laughs> <laughs> Match plus one, story plus one, the next generation of things. I've just swapped these at the last moment, but it's clearly friend-shaped, friend-shaped Broly from the last Dragon Ball Super movie. You'll see he's fighting for his Broly, uh, my favourite Broly. On that later. Um, match plus one or a story plus one is that little bit which gets the character over a bit more. You understand why they're there. The, the match in the ring is clear and crisp. It doesn't have botches that ruin a match. It's not a spot fest. It's just good crisp, entertaining wrestling from start to finish. And that's what the French A. Broly arc gave us. We went in expecting the moron character who screams and is badly written because it wasn't written by Toriyama. Not that he always writes a good character. See boo. Um, we got a heartfelt tale of new, a new strong face coming into the scene. Opening as a heel, his character development and why he is the way he is. And I left satisfied having watched 45 minutes of story and 45 minutes of wrestling. A B-rank match. Uh, a is Cell. Cell is fucking phenomenal. Uh, Cell is your fucking Jericho of Dragon Ball Z. He can promo, he can wrestle, he does the full storyline, he's funny. An A-rank character in an A-rank segment has everything you need. You've got the story, you know why they're there. There's story in the ring. Gohan does the one-armed Kamehameha and his dad's... It's lovely. Uh... <laughs> That's what we want from an A-rank moment. I want to feel the match. I don't just want to see two people have a really good match, which is what it can be. But you've got story, you've got emotion, you've got a fucking good fight. But bam And Urs. My hand goes off the screen like a spirit bomb. Urs. S is phenomenal storytelling taken to its next limit, or just such an over-the-top spectacular show fest, you have had the best time. S has recurring stories. Great stories. It gives us undead fucking skeleton ninjas versus Japanese ninja assassins. It gives us undead wizards versus biker gangs. It gives us the inner circle in a huge over-the-top match against the elite in the stadium stampede. We get story. We get character. We fucking love to hate the villains and love to love the good guys. It's Sir uh, Freezer. Freezer is the best villain in Dragon Ball Z. And he is the best villain in Dragon Ball Z because he was based on Toriyama's editor. Who he hated. Like Cell, like all of the best story I'm writing. So, after Welcome to my Dragon Ball Z podcast, shitty, D, good, C, very good, B, amazing, A, not seeing it this week, S. Also an S is Voorhees Broly, who is the worst written Toriyama character, but he screams and slams into things, and he's just amazing, and it's wonderful. He's like Lance, more on that later. <laughs> Thank you for that, Strange. I like Dragon Ball Z. There's a Kamina as well. He's from Gurren Lagan. He, he's a giga face. So, moving on. <laughs> um, um, I was completely lost the thread after all wrestling. that super hype. Yes, wrestling. News! Uh, news! News! news. Cody and... Rhodes' contract is up. He's not under contract anymore. It's probably a work, let's be honest, or he's going to do something else. Maybe the Cody verse is going to become its own separate reality. Maybe he'll go to WWE. Uh, 
Oh my I god, the rumble! <laughs> that is all Twitter has been. A little something else, which I'm saving for later. But yeah, everybody has been Cody to the rumble. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> that would be awesome. Forbidden door No shit. Oh, just just a one night rumble deal while his contract's expired, but he's actually still working for AEW. That'd be kicking the forbidden ah, door no. down. That's some yeah. original Hillman level madness. But I don't. I, I yeah. think Vince is a uh, is. I'd assume he's a little bit more wary than that. He's, um, he's a whole bag of insane, but I don't think he's that. Like, that, how, that dare, how dare you shit talk Vince McMahon, best character in fiction? <laughs> Give me a better written and longer lasting character in all of fiction than Vincent Kennedy McMahon. He is a star chart. He's not from this earth. He was fired down. The same place as the Ultimate Warrior. Parts unknown. <laughs> yeah, to live in a world of fit. I don't think he sees the same world as us. Have you seen the video for the pyro for Team Fortress 2? No. He's dancing around killing people. It's just a lovely bubble wonder. That's where Vince lives! <laughs> Sorry, Morg. I, 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 I took That's over. quite all right. <laughs> um, anything else? I think that's... Much it? That was the big one. Um, nothing for social media because you're saving it for later. Saving it. I guess name. that means it's that time. Time for the Dynamite review. Hooray! Dynamite opens with JR Shivoni Excalibur on commentary. Uh, Adam Cole and Red Dragon in ring promo, interrupted by Bucks and Brandon. Best friends interrupt. Standoff. Statlander faces off against Cole. Britt Baker. Attack Statlander, he'll stand tall. There was a lot to digest in a segment there. Um, thoughts, scores? Slow start. The Bucks coming out to go up against Radder. Adam Cole, hooray. You can, you can see my disappointment now when I talk about Adam Cole. He's a good promo or his words are solid. I just don't care for him. Anyway, Bucks came out. I need a reason to care. Crowd hated them. Best friends, woo! Which I'm getting a little bit bored of being seen beaten by Adam Cole and his friends. I didn't watch NXT. I don't give a shit. Needed the kickoff, though. Trent did a spear in the ring, which is incredibly rare. That's normally only for the outside of the ring. Then we got some Britain Statlander stuff. Hooray. That was good. More women's plot. Side slow. Big finish. Was all right. See. Another bad time. A bit bored of the best friends versus uh, super elite, whatever. But I'll, I'll, more on that later. More on that. Mo. Yeah, I mean, much the same, really. It's even for a new guy. Even I'm kind of like, do the best friends ever get something good happen? Like, do they ever take advantage of anything? I don't know. They you just, do. yeah. Apparently not any bloody more. Um, yeah, it, it was all right. Um, I wasn't too fussed about the Bucks Red Dragon side of stuff. It, I think it'll be absolutely banging when eventually it does happen, um, for me to watch, at least. Um, but, yeah, it was all right to see. Yeah. Be prepared for that a lot from me. <laughs> yeah, I think the problem that um, Best Friends are having is they're too good at generating sympathy. They've got yeah. the, uh, what, what I would call, um, it, it's almost the Mick Foley 
curse when it was this boy can take a bump um, at the beginning of his career because he could take such a good bump. And then they everyone just bumped him to see how well he could take a bump. And it's almost that. Brent's just come back. Let him do something. Yeah. On that later. No, yeah, I agree. Um, following on from that, uh, we had a Wardlow promo package. Any thoughts? Uh, made me laugh. 10 out of 10. Wonderful music. Uh, I'd arguably give it a B if I wasn't just doing it out of humour. So I'll give it a... Are we giving it a B, Mo? It's giving it a B. Let's do <laughs> this. I'm in. I loved it. it. <laughs> I, I like, did check it wasn't just me like laughing at it going... Wonderful. I, I love a, a strong operatic vignette. They are my, they are my shit. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. With yeah. a trailer, man. <laughs> yeah. It's a B. It, yeah, this was really good fun. <laughs> Moving on. We then have Wardlow with MJF versus Punk. Punk wins by roll-up. Right, this gets complicated now. So Punk wins by roll-up. Now, I have marked this as a segment, experience. not as a match. Let, let's do that. <laughs> yeah, because... Again, I don't think this was a match. I think it was a segment. I think Punk made Wardlow look strong as fucking had a Wardlow match. So Wardlow didn't change his match. He had a Wardlow match. And I don't mean that necessarily to his standards. I meant the the strong squashes that he's having. Yeah, so for the match itself, and then it moved on. We then had Wardlow and MJF nearly have a bust up. Chad. Right, so yeah, so what did you guys think? I've given my thoughts. Right, okay, so the match itself was weirdly solid to good. Um, we get big dimes, Giga Chad Wardlow coming down. The women's demographic goes up by 20%. It's only actually like 10, but it does go up when the Giga Chad's on, and I can't blame them. Uh, a solid ace technique versus power. Punk did a lot of goods. I am too old for this faces, which I liked. Uh, um, I don't know if any of you guys have ever been next to a wrestling ring or in one, but when Wardlow jumped from standing onto the apron, that's that's like there. <laughs> that's that's not low. It's not a big man thing to see, yeah. is it? No, yeah, the fact he just went boop like a game glitch. <laughs> Um, anyway, mostly Wardlow and, and uh, Wardlow Control needed a pace pickup, really did. And the break was slow. It just went on. Uh, then I was, I was like, ah. Does a, a few little punches to, to, you know, come back the arm chops. I think Wardlow was possibly a bit too wobbly on that. But, yeah, whatever, cool. Then the power bombs began. Um... He did the bunch of them and Phil's selling it like he's dead. Uh, this was only after the original, like, four. <laughs> MJF's like, do it again. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's pretty good. Uh, it builds the cruelty of the character and what's going on. Then he powerbonded through a table. <laughs> is it eight or nine in the end? I stopped counting. <laughs> yeah, I, Either way. I was watching this online with the Raptor. We weren't counting. Uh, the, the great crawl from uh, Punk from the outside. The crowd fucking loved it. Not sure I liked the roll-up. I think I would have liked a bit more shenanigans and stuff. Like, um, 
He looked like he was dead. And I know everybody has a few extra hit points in wrestling. Uh, but that, like, I used to joke about Trent's hit points. Uh, but fuck. And he got the roll-up. He has to get it. He has to win. I think I'd have preferred a bit more cleverness on there. Good build for the Wardlow split. Um... The storytelling section and where it could go, it's leading on two story routes. So, uh, C to a B? The voice gets higher as well. <laughs> That's the unsureness of that. Yeah. Um, so, okay. I, I, I sort of put it as a, a combo score, if you will, rather than separating them into two separate, you know, like match or, um, you know, bit, if you will. Um, See, I gave the match a C. Like I said, actually, it was all right. Um, it shouldn't have been all right, but for some reason it actually worked out all right. I did spend a little while going, is it ECW rules when he put him through the table and wasn't disqualified? I was a bit like... It, it, it was there when you walked in. That, that doesn't count. Remember, oh, right. wrestling rules only count or when imaginary. they need to. And when they need to, they count. <laughs> this was an old podcast rant from yeah. the early days. Oh, 100% guarantee, but it's me. I couldn't take myself out of it for about 20 seconds. <laughs> Which was nice, because the um, the count was really slow. It was probably about 45 seconds. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, sorry, that's the same argument. Uh, sorry. No, um, I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I like the bit afterwards. I love the MJF Wardlow sort of little uh, pointy finger. Um, yeah, that that's going to go great whenever they decide to do it. Really looking forward to him killing Sean Spears first and then getting to uh, MJF. It's going to be lovely. I thought Punk sure. Punk really did make Wardlow look fucking insane in that match. Absolutely insane. So fair play to Big Phil, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, yeah, I, I, I see for the match and, and sort of high C for the, the after for me. Oh, he's not the opposite side um, on the screen. Low C for the match. I found it a little bit just squat. There wasn't enough back and forth, but it also succeeded in setting out what it needed to do. So it was still a C. I didn't. It, if I had enjoyed that style of match more, it would have just got the straight C. I thought the segment overall was a B. You made Wardlow look like a monster. You made MJF look like a dick. You made Punk look like he just won't quit no matter what. And then you sowed the seeds. An actual, I'm a much. You've watered the seeds now of the long burning Wardlow turn story. I I do love when MJF was berating him and he said, "You do great against the jobbers, <laughs> but when it's a proper match, <laughs> I was like, oh, lovely." <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, Taz joins commentary, and we have Powerhouse Hobbs. With Starks versus Dante Martin. Dante wins with the nosedive. And then Jay Lethal has come down to stop a Starks interference. Thoughts and scores on the match? It was okay. Big same energy as the last match, though. Like, they walked out and I went, oh, it's the same match. Um, Hobbs comes out in his flame leotard from the 90s. Guy Fieri following him. High speed, high up assault start to the outside was great. Then that fucking outside spine buster, like, I was like, is he dead? Uh, but I was just like, oh, it's, it's technique versus power. It's the last match. Uh, Hobbs has no self-defense training. Like, he just gets punched and kicked in the head. He's not, like, he can eat a few, but he's not immune to them. And there's no point in everybody gone, you know, if you do this, these might stop. Uh... 
Yeah, it was mostly in control, though. Uh, bonus stock shenanigans got slow again. Then Dante fully healed after the break. It just went... Boop, 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 uh, and decided to do the previous te 10 minutes match worth of wrestling in two minutes. Then there was a Jay Lethal spot, and Dante won. OC. It was the same match. Yeah, um, I mean, the, the second thing I've got written down on here is... Uh, second slow match of the night. <laughs> like, because it, it kind of was... Yeah, they, like you said, there was a, a little brief bit of uh, of Dante going... Kia, if you yeah. will. Um it was all right. I mean, I, I kind of, en I enjoy the matches with like powerhouse and starts and that because Taz is on commentary and I do actually genuinely really love how he's doing. And he had to have it the best time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you can tell he's proper enjoying it. Um, I love it when he was just like, I don't have a good team. Oh, oh no, I mean a good legal team. <laughs> I was like, Oh, oh come on Taz. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> don't put your boys down. I mean, the, I loved um, Dante Martin's that stupid, he's going to hang for 15 minutes in the air drop kick. Oh, he's he phenomenal did. at what he does. Oh, he's like, my God. He's going to be he, the next gen. Of... Yeah. I, I, I genuinely thought the minute that it was good was really good, but it was just far too slow for me. I'm going with a C. Again, it was an all right match. It wasn't terrible or anything. It just needed a little bit more. Or can you redeem this, Matt? Um, I, I, it gets to see. I enjoyed it slightly more than the last one, I think because the players were slightly different, even though it was, as you say, the same match. I think I wanted to watch a different Wardlow Punk match. And yeah. I think that's that's just why it got the lower C. It was very much... It, it, the match. Both matches were Cs of their kind. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, something we didn't do last week when we did the year-end award. Oh, shit! Go on. We didn't do commentator of the year. Scalibur and Taz, but they're a single entity. Yeah. Agreed. They just have to... Any arguments, yeah. Mo? But none more so. There we go. There's, <laughs> there's our missing category. <laughs> there's our missing category. Right. Moving on from there. Uh, Jericho at Inner Circle, pro backstage promo, Eddie interrupts. Thoughts? Scores? Eddie interrupts. Nice big, big leagues versus indie. Put also a potential storyline. Get this shit together from Santana because they've obviously the X connection. You know what GFY means? Sorry, guys. Uh, fuck yourself. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, could be. Yeah, yeah. I've also gotten written down uh, giraffes fondle yogurt. But... <laughs> it's Eddie. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's a little setup for Jericho and Eddie to have a feud. I'll give it a C. It was wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, I've got it down as a C. Um, yeah, it was all right. It was. It was nice. I'm obviously only now just coming into the whole Eddie Kingston thing, and I just I like his attitude. I do really like his attitude. Yeah, exactly. And he's just like slightly coming. You know, like that fourth wall breaking as well. I I, I like that. You know, just that little. A little smidge when he's looking at the camera and all that. I like it. But yeah, it was still just a C for me. Wait, wait till you watch him cut a, um, a promo on a packet of... Was it a packet of crisps? That they he's gave. done crisps and jelly babies. Yeah, so what they used to do in um, on Being the Elite... They just used a pen to, promo about yeah, it. Yeah, just go up and give him something and get him to promo on it. Uh, God, the man is a promo genius. Anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, MJF... Um, 
promo. Comes out, cuts promo. Thoughts? I like Manic MJF. I think it's a nice break for when you actually see him lose his shit because obviously he's such a smug dick all the time. And you can see the theatre kid in him having a great time. Uh, it's the Charles of Jericho again. They just haven't called it that. And he hasn't announced that you know, he has to go through the tyres. But I was into it. I'm into it. I like Sean Spears. He's one of my favourite shitty comedy heels. Uh, C plus. MJF in. Oh, I, you're new. I mean, uh, I just uh, did a straight C. I didn't go for the, the ultra plus. But, um, I mean... Like Sean Spears. <laughs> again, those little jabs. You know, you had a fluke victory over an oaf. Just like York. come on, it's, it's yeah, it's it's lovely. Like it's starting to to build up to something, and I know they're just going to keep turning and turning and turning this for as long as they bloody can. But I'm I am all cool with it. Um, it I was think an obvious we might see more on it soon because we've got Arn and Tully. More on that later. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the interesting thing is, you both gave this a C, and. Um, Standardly, so there's a thing that we had on this podcast. Ages, I know we mentioned it. Certain wrestlers: Jericho, MJF, Mox, Cody, Brandy, Britt, Miro. There's one more. Certain wrestlers, certain wrestlers. MJF, really well. Yeah. Well, always their promos are going to be a B, and it's. I didn't think this was that great a promo, and I think I know what hurts it. It's the trials of Jericho. It's Cody's got to go jump through hoops. Um, I'm looking forward to the follow-on. So I think MJF's going to give Punk his first loss. And then Wardlow's going to give MJF his first proper clean well, that'd loss. Be I think that'd it's work. just I think you go straight and Paul just goes and gets big giga dimes and is like, off you go. Pretty much, well, I think he just breaks up during the punk match. Anyway, yeah. We then had an undisputed and Bucks promo. I'm just going to call them the undisputed until they give me a name for their faction. I just wrote down clique people, mixed tag challenge, bully ja- bully Brandon joke. Uh, so I'll let you guys run. I, I don't care about these people. I miss the wrestlers I started watching AEW for. Oh. There's oh. literally very little else to actually add to what you've just said. <laughs> I've, I've called them the elite era. I don't know. Um, yeah, it was what it was to see. It was just setting up a match for next week. Uh, uh. Yeah. I'm all- so, right. <laughs> it's all right. We get it with the we get the full yeah. body language of the film right. right now. Mm. Yeah, it was all right. Um, Give them a week off. <laughs> I'm sure they're great. I'm sure they're the best wrestlers and most lovely people. Do I shout at the camera now? Where do I shout? Uh, at the camera. Give them a fucking week off. <laughs> Let me see someone else. They can beat best friends in a fortnight. Please, just give them a week off. So then we had um, Hangman in ring segment, interrupts by Dan Lambert, Lance Archer returns and jumps Hangman. Thoughts and scores? Uh, Hangman, I I think this Hangman showed one of the reasons people are struggling with him as the champion. The journey was great. Uh, The top of the hill doesn't seem as good as it can be when he's talking on his own. Giving somebody to bounce off, he's great. His facial acting, all of his good fucking stuff. Boomer Man comes out. Not sure why Boomer Man came out, but there he was. He just said some Boomer things. Said he wasn't a cowboy, which is the weirdest well, reason for he's an interruption. Like... cowboy. I know, but just 
walking down and being like, you're not a cowboy. <laughs> not, not you're not a badass. Not you can't wrestle. Not my boys want a title shot. Just... Okay, In fact, did, did he or didn't he not discount all of them? He went, you're a great wrestler, you deserved it, yeah. you worked for it, and my boys aren't asking for a title shot. The Bance was actually fine. As much as it didn't really make any sense, the Bance was fine. It was served the sole purpose of Lance, who I fucking love, to run down to the ring, do some stomping, show off his new beard, which I don't like as much as his old one. But I love Lance, so... Uh, I... D- Arguably just a C, because the segment didn't make a lot of sense, but in my heart it's a B, just because I love Lance. <laughs> oh, agree with me. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I gave it a low B. It yeah. was, I, was te- I was teetering on the edge of, of both sides for quite a while. Um, I kind of liked Dan Lambert throwing shit at him. Um, I'm not necessarily the biggest um, Page fan at the moment. Um, but I haven't seen the journey, so yeah. it's all. I'm just seeing this guy who yeah looks good. You know, he does wrestle good. I just don't have much of a connection. Like, I mean, so many. And you've old, not been on a three-year road. This is it. Yeah. So it's it's always going to be weird for me. Um, I really, really, really liked seeing Lance Archer. Lance Archer come out. He looks fucking deadly. <laughs> His look is just fucking phenomenal. I'll give you a quick summary of Lance Archer from the NJPW fan. Lance Archer, uh, you may remember from the old days, TNA, he was very briefly in WWE, went to uh, uh, NJPW, joined Suzuki Goon, who were just a a team of assholes, basically, who just beat people up. And they come out to the ring, they beat up random people around the ring, and that's what Lance normally does. Normally he comes out with a cameraman or something and... I've seen a promo where he put a man in a bin and threw another one into the ceiling of the... It was wonderful. Uh, Yeah, other than him not chinning a man, you've got Lance's gimmick down. He arrives, beats people and leaves. If he loses, he beats people on the way out. If he wins, he beats people. You've got it. And that that means it gets a full B. You understood the character. More. (laughs) (laughs) I I actually got a quick question for you guys. So when he come out and Dan Lambert was still in the ring... He was saying the company did nothing for you. What's that? What does that mean? Yeah. Uh, he was saying, I'm, I've been trying to find you on a milk carton or something. And oh, he was saying that Lance Archer, say, yeah. the company did nothing. Lance had a really bad injury. He moonsaulted onto his own head. Yeah. And he was out for a while. And they obviously didn't make enough of a fuss about him. I think that's just Dan Lambert playing. Right, okay. I, I just wasn't sure. Snake with him. Yeah, with everybody it dies. Written on his manager. Written, with everybody dies. Written, <laughs> which he rips. Not... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> old joke. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I gave it a B. I, I didn't like Lance for a long time, and then I really liked him. And now he's definitely a heel, and they've made the Yay! minds up. Because <laughs> that annoyed me for a while. He doesn't need to be a face or heel. Arrive. Smash, explain nothing. I suppose, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, he doesn't. It, it's a very useful tool because you can use him. He can feud with anyone. Right, moving on from there. Arn Anderson with Brock Anderson and Lee Johnson promo. They're interrupted by FDR and Tully Blanchard. Thoughts, scores? Those of us who don't watch Dark anymore because there's 7,000 hours of wrestling on AEW Media, uh, it's nice to know that Brock's. Uh, that uh, 
Braun's clone of himself is in a tag team with uh, Shotty Lee. Uh, cool. They went, this is a tag team. Look, they're really going dark. And I went, oh, cool. Uh, solid horsemaning. Got the handshake. Probably tie into the Wardlow whatever breakup so we can get a new four horsemen. They've been teasing that since FTR arrived, Mo. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah, see. There's a match. A little bit of story here. It's good. Yeah, I'm pretty much in agreement. Uh, we'll see. I, I, again, new dude. Uh, still not fired. Mm-hmm. Uh, long may that remain. Um, but I like the I like the horseman handshake. Uh, yeah, see, I, nothing to add. Just like my voice. It, it it was wrestling, and it was a good wrestling. It was a C. So, following on from that. Uh, we had a Jay Cargill promo first. Yep, fine. Skip. <laughs> no, can I just point one? Can I just point one thing out on it? And I, I know that this is just going to be me coming off like an arsehole like last week. Uh, even the moves that they showed her doing on the vignette were dog shit. That, that Jay did from the middle rope on uh, Ruby is not good, and they properly oh, yeah. Raptor yeah. Raptor really not happy that Jade won. Does not think Jade deserves. Does not think Jade is good enough. I try to and I 100 percent agree. Yeah. yeah, but if you put her on a poster, people will go, "Who the fuck is that?" She is a um yeah. literal Amazon. Uh, How long do you think it'll be the... until WWE Pike here away? Uh, won't be till she leaves her yeah. AEW contract. But yeah, I don't w- think anybody's going to go to WWE anymore. Well, more on that later. Yeah, more on that later. Uh, we then had uh, Shida versus Serena Deeb. Uh, Deeb wins by ref stoppage, and then Deeb beat down on Shida at rest and is restrained by refs. I gave it a D squash. What did you guys think? I rated it as a segment because I didn't really think it was a match. Um, it was a thing. Instant ramp assault with limb work, and it was just limb work on an already injured limb, apparently. Uh, Couple of slow knee spots. Uh, JR got to say the one-legged ass-kicking contest line with it being relevant. So that actually I, I got me a chuckle. Uh, and then he just beat the shit out of her with limb work. Uh, and the ref called the match, which is a little bit weird to me because, oh, he's beat on his, she's beat on her knee a bit too much. I was like, yeah, that is probably a good call. What about Phil 20 minutes ago? Phil had to have 45 seconds to get back into the rings and now needs new lungs. But oh no, she does knee. Uh, fine segment, wasted match, in my opinion. Um, don't know if any of you have ever watched the Dave Chappelle show, but through Hollywood Tales of Rick James. We started wailing on his legs. Uh, watch it, it's great. Uh, so C is a segment, D is a match. Story. Maybe she is going on holiday. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I mean, what I've got literally written down in here is she smashed her leg. There's not much more than that, but a nice way to earn a baby face and heel position. That is literally all I've wrote. Um, I mean, I would have said it was low C. I, I wouldn't have just instantly just gone to its utter dog shit. But then I don't. No, everyone that well. I'm just going to keep repeating that sentence so people don't hate me too much. Um, this is our only women's match. Yes. yes. That's why I didn't rate it as a segment. Um, yeah, and I'm not into this Deeb Sheeda story. They've had three matches. 
I, I don't need another one. I, I think I'd like to see Shida feud with somebody else. And I certainly uh, want to see Deeb feud with somebody else because I want to see Deeb go after um, Brit. You want Japanese? It's a new gimmick. Came to Pearl Harbor. <laughs> Coming back. Uh, I take it if they show like Deeb oh. in her house, like with like pictures of Shida with the eyes scratched out on her wall. Yeah. So take it to the next gen. Yes. Might be a bit too 90s for him, I guess. That's a, a little bit old school attitude here at WWE, isn't it? Uh, right. So following on from that, we had uh, Jurassic Express Provo. They're interrupted by... I, I still write them down as the Beaver Boys. Um, so, they are the Beaver Boys. Yeah, they are the That's, Beaver they Boys. That was their indie tag team yeah, name. The da- Dark Order, Reynolds and Silver. Uh, thoughts and scores on the promo? Anything? At some point, the dinosaur people are going to have to learn how to promo without Christian Cage. Sorry. Jungle Boy's getting there and and Dean goes... Uh, it was all right. It's a solid match setup. I've got nothing really to add to it, but they are tag team champions. Maybe take them away from Christian. <laughs> um, yeah, it was all right. Um, again, it feels like it's like Christian has these two guys that he's happened to make champions. Was they not championship material before Christian? Are they now? Oh, that's harsh. But <laughs> the only thing I could fixate on, and I'm going to massively change what I say now to later, you know, later on. Um, I couldn't stop fixating on John Silver's hands. I think he had been putting fake tan on. Uh, <laughs> um, his hands were just orange. But the rest of him wasn't. And I just couldn't... He'd been fake tanning someone. <laughs> and that's all I could fixate on as well. I'm, I'm a simple man. But it was... It was meh. Yeah, sure. Set up. Whatever. Yeah. Morg, can you save the segment for us? It was all right. Um, no. I think... <laughs> I think Christian... Um, I, I'm still going to stick with my statement that I still like the way that Dubsy are using legends or experienced wrestlers to be these sort of manager positions and I think Christian's fitted really well with a team that doesn't talk brilliantly and it does you know it's it's the correct usage oh <laughs> need something to look at on the camera oh, right. <laughs> now you're looking slightly above the camera <laughs> That's where Kamina's eyes are. <laughs> right, get on with this. Friend. Stop talking about my... I have pulled so many weird facial expressions and looked in so many directions. <laughs> don't don't draw extra ator- uh, attention to the bright orange man in the red room. Right, so... Uh, Matt Hardy with Private Party, Party versus Penta with... Um, Alex Abrahantes. Uh, Penta wins with the Fear Factor and then calls out Malachi Black... Um, Varsity Blondes for the save and then um, Brady King debuts Uh, thoughts and scores on the whole thing my first note on this match is I wonder if Penta will say Sarah Miedo to him Uh, Silly fun back and forth starts this match, uh, over the top taunt off, but the crowd seemed into it, so who am I to criticise? I think we needed a bit of silliness in this show, to be fair. 
Uh, break maintained the pace. Hardy took the heel control. Uh, then a nice, well, a solid, uh, an okay comeback for Penta with a weird botched backbreaker in there. And suddenly the chemistry and pace seemed off. I don't know if one of them slapped the other too hard and one went Mexico on the other or old school versus new. I, I don't know. But they went from having fun together to me going, are they all right? Uh, got a bit better for the silly apron fight. Looked like the fun came back. See? Like, I didn't have a bad time. It wasn't terrible. He got a bit clumsy. Uh, and then silliness. Uh, then I, I, I might as well do the next bit now before I pass over to Mo. Uh, then Malachi teleported in and floored Alex and went for Penta. <laughs> then everybody stomped on Malachi. And I had, I had a good chuckle of that. I was like, you know what? It's time. Uh, and Brody King arrived and did the world's biggest sent on bomb ever on Pillman. I was like, is he dead? I've seen uh, Brody about on the Indies and in JPW and stuff. And he, he arrived like a beast and went and beasted around. He looked great. Overall, a C. I was pleased. I can't say I was amazed at the entry. And the match was a, a little bit shitty, but entertaining. A C overall. Wrestling. I sort of, I chopped it in half. So I did the, I, I had given a, a score for the match and a score for the ending. Um, match was all right. I popped a little bit. I think it was Excalibur that when they were doing the uh, the, the delete, whatever, all that bit, he goes, there is a 20-minute time limit. And I did pop yeah. a little bit of that. That, that yeah. made me chuckle. I, I thought the match was okay. It wasn't anything spectacular. I I kind of agree with the the weird chemistry change throughout. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and it did sort of stem from where um, he went to do like a, a backbreaker, didn't he? And his leg went before he'd even like come down fully. So I don't know whether maybe he tweaked something then and that maybe set something up. probably injured. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, I gave the match a C. No, no he's, yeah, he's safe just... at the minute because Fenix is currently injured. True. He's a member of Death Triangle. It's, de it's Death Duo. Because there's only That's ever two of them. There's only ever two of them at any time. Um, He's not wrong. I gave it um, an overall a high C, still a C. Uh, I thought this was a good sports entertainment match. It was not a good wrestling match. It was definitely match. sports entertainment. It was a sports entertainment match. And as such, I thought it was a high C sports entertainment match. It was probably a C as a wrestling match. In, uh, We're all agreed it was. it was in the OK category. Yeah. Yeah, I I genuinely uh, was quite happy with that Brody King though. I mean, yeah, that, that was a good debut. That, that was how you how you start a, a beast at wrestling. As far as I'm concerned, if they can keep that momentum for him, I think they'll they'll do very very good. Um, I kind of like that weird suplex into a power slam sort of finisher, like tag team finisher that they did that was all right that was pretty boss he looks everything he does seems to look like it probably actually hurt someone but the man is a, 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 a wall yeah he's <laughs> a so big tattoos. he's so he's big in every dimension there's going to be more on that in a moment actually um so obviously i'm going to give it my my only problem being we have debuted a newer powerhouse wrestler but we don't have our powerhouse baby face because Brian Cage has vanished, and it is I don't still a think thing. Brian Cage is coming back. No, neither do I. But it is a thing that bugs me. Um, turn team, turn team Taz, turn team Taz. Yeah, which is or the Wardlow turn. The Wardlow turn will fix that. 
And we'll, yeah. if, if that works out correctly, we'll have a proper monster baby face because we'll have a main eventing monster baby face if they do that right. But anyway. Yeah. I sorry, mean, with the team, ta- as I said, with the team Taz turn thing, I mean, that that the, the match at the beginning of the night, didn't, it looked like they were going slightly away from that because they were going, yeah, we want to retire this young man and, yeah, we want to break him and all that. Very, very heel rather than, you know, um, face. They're still... Me. It's, they can turn on yeah, a dive. They, it's they, it's they fucking turn, wrestling. Yeah, they, they could turn. I, I'm not thinking. I'm thinking after this feud might be time. And I'm, Hook's getting so over that you actually, you don't no. change what he's doing, but you My want. My heel. Uh, no, you <laughs> don't. Get off him. Get off him, face boy. <laughs> His last match was against a heel. Look how cool this heel is. <laughs> 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 I can't wait for the Hook action figure. Right. Moving on from there, we had um, Layla Hirsch, Chris Statlander, and Red Velvet Velvet backstage promo thoughts and scores. Uh, I had a weird take on this one because I'm pretty. I love Hirsch, little fucking dangerous, stonky Russian queen of the dwarves. Uh, I've always I've been going on. Yeah, she's in our dwarven kingdom with Pat. Hurriedly mentioning when we say dwarven kingdom, we mean. And D&D Dwarves, D&D beards Dwarves, beards, yeah. Probably should say Tolkien for the nerds. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I love all the women in the stable. I've been going on about Red Velvet since she first showed up on Dark was great. And I went, her gimmick's a cake. And I love Statlander. She does appear to have completely dropped the alien gimmick for this promo, though. So, all right. My biggest issue with this promo when I was watching it is Hirsch is obviously meant to be the Healy role, more on this later, but she's right. It was the women's promo about the women's against women's trios match and then interview dudes like, oh, what about your other other match, Statlander? Hirsch isn't, did the face talking. She should have been like, no, bitch, feminism, woo, fuck off. Otherwise it was, right? I mean, I all again. All I've written on here is who's the heel. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it, it felt a little strange. It was just a, it was just an alright backstage promo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Skippable. It had Hirsch in it, so that makes me happy. Doesn't she sound like she's from America? I, I, to, when I she was talking, she, she, she sounded like she was from the New York, not Russia. She was raised in New York from like the age of four. She's just from Moscow. Right. That because ex- I haven't had her. T- I haven't heard her talk. I think that's the first time I've heard her talk properly. She's trained in Japan as well, though. Yeah, because <laughs> it, it wasn't until I saw her shorts later on. <laughs> we'll talk about that. I was like, "Oh, Russian." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <Apparently so. laughs> yeah. Right. Following on from that, we had the acclaimed versus Bear Country. Um, Borens wins with the mic drop. Uh, lights out. Sting and Darby come out and attack the acclaimed. Thoughts and scores. I love both these teams. Uh, I love the acclaimed. I think they are wonderful villains to shit talk you and then get battered in the ring. I appreciate Bowens is the skill in there. Caster is still good and looks good, but he is there to make sure Bowens has a gimmick because Bowens is a tiny little beast of fucking murder and he's wonderful. I like Bear Country. They are both very good and that one man is massive. He's so big. No entry for Bear Country. That's meh. I hate any match that is just a vector to another match. I don't think no, it's okay if they're telling a story, as in I beat the like 
Wardlow fights CM Punk as a vector for that match. Claim come out, do their rap. Oh, I, I like the rap. It wasn't the best rap. And the rap is about Darby and Sting. They have their match. Uh, my comments are, Bear Bronson is so massive. Clumsy stuff, some alright bits. Uh, Bones is clearly the best in the ring. Boulder ate a lot of shit for quite a while. Uh, then the ghost of Christmas present himself stepped back into the ring and he got to fucking flatten everyone. Bear Bronson, the bigger one, goes to... Yeah, it's a joke. He got into the ring, uh, started flattening things. Then some shenanigans and a big elbow drop. It's a good elbow drop. Low C on the match was all right. It was just so Darby and Sting could come out. and I, That always makes me go... I can't say it was bad, but I can't say it was above... I hated being on my television. I don't disagree with you, particularly the match was all right. I'm, I'm definitely starting to come on board the Acclaim train. Um, and again, more on that later. Um, I really, yeah, I, I enjoyed the walk down. I think you're spot on. I didn't quite pick it up on the way down. I've not made a note of it or anything about this is just, like you say, a vector to someone else's fight. Not even yeah, like anything to do with it. These were the largest accidental jobbers who are definitely not jobbers they were fighting against yeah so now now you've said that i'm like ah oh, crap I, I actually missed that um yeah match uh-huh. right that, that mic drop out mic drop elbow is is lovely yeah it's really nice um i've yeah old man sting and a bat and and skateboard son come out sting and his yeah. son <laughs> it's all right c I, I didn't even give it a low c just straight c for me yeah same, straight C. Thought it was all right. It was a match. Um, the match was okay. I quite like Bear Country. I'm The acclaimed are growing on me a bit like Mole. It left in the background when Sting came out. You saw, yes. you saw one of them just, yeah, just walking sadly. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, I pointed that out. But yeah, it, it was all right. It got a C. Next. Earth next! Next. My boy! We had a pack promo. Thoughts you and wish scores, could... Mr. Strange. I wish this boy could wrestle with those bandages wrapped around his eyes. He, he clearly can't because a few of his moves take a bit too much setup time anyway. But you earn it off because he does this. Uh, it's Gorilla Video's uh, promos again. They're the ones that all do all of his promos up in uh, Newcastle. Uh, and they're great. He's got the bandage eyes gimmick. Uh... Is he joining the House of Black? Has he been infected to become a become their Dark Dwarf King? Is he just coming back with an evil promo? Are they splitting up Death Triangle because one of them's always injured and pack? I don't care. I fucking love him. I'd give it an A. I should probably give it a B. I'm gonna pass it over to Mo. Whoa. Okay. I'm giving it a B. <laughs> okay. I definitely haven't got a B. Massively enjoyed it. Um... Like I said earlier, I'm a I'm a big sort of uh, fancy vignette kind of guy. Um, really enjoyable. I yeah, kind of saw what you say about is he joining the House of Black? I don't think he is. I think it was just a you can't you know you can't um, you can't do this to me. I'm gonna go also as weird freaky shit to smash your face in as you have done so. to me. Your idea is the one I would prefer. Yeah, um, yeah. I he was one of the guys that I have really 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 wanted to see in AEW obviously I know him from when he was watch him Neville. versus Kenny at the first pay-per-view they did 
actually go back and watch that. Because I, I saw that and I saw him and Orange Cassidy. <laughs> that was the one that hit the meme that hit the internet for you know when when all this started. And I, I have actually watched. I've watched a previous match. Um, but yeah, he's he's one of the guys that I really really want to see. So I'm thoroughly looking forward to it. And I think this is a brilliant setup from a new guy. B. So uh, yeah, that, I, I, it's a good score to give it, Mo. You're wrong. It was an A. <laughs> this was this was absolutely so close to being an S. Uh, pack out Malachi Black. Malachi Black. He he so did. He went like, you, "Oh, you want to do dark and spooky? Well, I'm going to do dark and spooky with a Geordie accent, and that's much scarier." <laughs> we have discussed before the, that our, any of our American listeners and American viewers they don't understand how scary the Geordie accent is. What you see Pack wearing. In the ring is his standard winter wear. That's how hard Geordies are. That's just the men. You want to see the women going out clubbing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this was brilliant. And, and no, I, Mo, you're right. Um, he's not joining House of Black. It's, it's it, this is pure setup for um, him to him to face off against. Um, Malachi on a you want to get dark and spooky I'll get dark and spooky just don't have a blindfold match moving on uh, there's a Matt Hardy and private party promo when Andrade interrupts thoughts uh, he was mad then Andrade came over and they said business things but as opposed to when Leo Rush did his business promos it's obviously Leo Rush has actually looked up how business works and he said things about numbers and stocks. And like, I'm not a smart business trained man. But my hardest gimmick seems to be, hmm, contracts, business, money. Andrade, I won't do an accent, is like, also business, money. And I'm like, cool. We have a break from Matt Hardy, please. He's not very good. Come on, fight me. You're too far away. um yeah it was all right um for me it could set up it's obviously setting up some sort of split with a new faction potentially all that jazz isn't it it was thinking of robles It was alright. It was a C. It did what it required to do. Um, I'm intrigued to see where it goes. I want to know what it is. It's a C. It's nothing special. Ooh. It just, 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 it did its job, which sometimes is all you need. Right, main event time. Sammy Guevara with Jericho and Eddie versus Daniel Garcia uh, for the interim TNT Championship. 2.0 jump Kingston and Jericho. Sammy wins with the GTH. 2.0 jump Sammy. Jericho and Eddie for the save. Jericho and Eddie fall out. Thoughts and scores. I am going to premise before I go into this that this match was good overall. This, my opinion will be flavoured by the fact I do not give the fuck about an interim title holder. Especially as it's just gone back to Sammy. You. Just, uh, it, it's not a championship match. You can polish it all you want to go. It's a title. It isn't. I don't care. Okay, we got a nice hot grapple start. They did some grappling. Hooray! Into a back and forth with Sammy pretty much consistently winning most exchanges. 
Um, I didn't really feel like Garcia was a threat. He did a, a great catch into a backbreaker. That was sick. Um, and the exact moment they went to the break, literally as they went picture in picture, uh, he got his heel control. And it was literally like, here's your heel control spot, which is fine. And he controlled through all the picture in picture. Uh, and then, literally, as the break ended, Sammy went, boop, 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 boop. Say, uh, gets his comeback, does some stuff. Garcia then gets another mini fake comeback. Did do a sick Scorpion Deathlock. Looked, looked really cool. So Sammy could gain more face energy to pull off one of the worst crossroads I've ever seen. Uh, before he in a huge amount of mur murder moves, giving Sammy even more face energy to beat both 2.0 and Garcia. It's every Sammy match having one of his Sammy title matches for a title I don't give a shit about. Match was okay, it was good, had a solid finish. I just don't care, and I don't. I don't know, something about Sammy with a title makes me less interested in his matches. He just seems to. No. There's less exchanges now, and there's a lot more you go, I go, my face energy will now hulk me up. I, I, still good! Still good! The wrestling was fine! The story was there! See? Woo! But... Mo! Mo, save I, this match! It was not right match. Um, yeah, I, I, I did enjoy it. Um, I'm a little bit confused um, why there is this interim thing as well. Um... Is it just so they don't take it off of Cody because for whatever reason, so this they can put it on someone briefly? In a bin on TV. Ah, uh, that's TV. it, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that happening. Um, <laughs> damn you, WCW. Um, yeah, it was. There's it nothing spectacular for me. That crossroads was. I've written dog shit roads. Is what I've written on here. Um, that was absolutely terrible. Like he, he went the wrong way or something. I'm not really sure. Um, uh, Garcia became my most hated man. I I know this business is full of blood, guts, and sweat and tears and all that. But as soon as he legitimately spat a massive phlegm in the ring, he was I hate him. I hate him. Oh, <laughs> you don't do that. <laughs> Ultimate heel move. Never watch a Naito match. I really. <laughs> it's yeah. the spit on people. <laughs> Scum, scum. Um, I I kind of spent a lot more time just watching Jericho and Kingston on the outside. Kingston was great with his reactions and stuff. On that, that was a sort of saving point for me. Still a C, even with that. Not bothered. Uh, gave it a high C. Um, I quite enjoyed the match. There was lots of flippy stuff, stuff going on. Um, still a C. I just, you know, quite enjoyed it. I think the problem Sammy's having right now is the fact they're making him the um, the underdog babyface, which he's already proved he isn't in the stadium stampede when he beat the pinnacle. Yeah, he... And you know, he doesn't need to be that that kind of babyface champion. He's not an underdog. I know he's small and flippy. The guy's charismatic as fuck, and he's moves are flippy and high impactful you know that's he's the high risk machine they also already have an underdog champion yeah yeah mm. so yeah I, but I, it was a c like the payoff i'm intrigued where it goes it's not going where i expected to it's not going to be jericho and eddie versus 2.0 or is it 
I'll bring back 2.0. Big cocaine energy. Cocaine energy. So that's it for the week. That's our review of Dynamite Mr. Strange through the power of Lettermaster. The viewers are going to be able yeah, to can see you, guess? you. Oh, look, I've got my notes. There they are. Ooh. Ooh, it's a C, boys. <laughs> Phil, it's a Phil, C. Phil. I miss Kagetsu. <laughs> was the fucking best. Uh, right. I know it's me now, isn't it? Do you know it? what it's time for? It's time for the Rampager Coaster. A quick rundown of Rampage. We've always called it that. <laughs> Boys, don't they wave something if, uh, if you want me to stop. As Starks, Excalibur and Jericho on the commentary. Shawn Michaels cosplayer comes out and somehow made me not care about the best friends arc. Adam Cole comes out for... Uh, by Trent. Trent's got Bretta back on his name. Maybe the license ran out. Uh, Trent and Cole. Uh, Cole wins with a low blow. Once again, I've I've lost interest in the best friends by now. I've seen I've seen some combo of them fighting for ages. I was really excited for Trent's comeback. I fucking love Trent. Uh, anyway, it's a solid rook. Trent looks like he could eat Cole uh, back and forth. Counters. Um, get a counter on a Panama Sunrise on the outside. I fucking hate that move. Uh, then. Um, uh, Bay Bay Man beat Trent for a while. That went on for a bit. Uh, Trent gets back by control. Does his awesome kick off the turnbuckle DDT that I fucking love. Some more Rook. And some people ran out and some stuff happened. Cole cheats to win. Not bad for uh, not for me and I feel bad for Trent. It gets a C. Fight <laughs> me. I actually really enjoyed it. <laughs> I, I don't know whether I, I, I'm on a mental roller coaster with this one. Okay. But I, I mean, I enjoyed... Britt Baker ripping the piss out of uh, Trent on the outside, going, where's your hair at? Um, and uh, he nearly killed a child by running into the barriers. Good. <laughs> very, very close to a murder. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I, I, I gave it a, a low B. I know, I really, something about it I've just really enjoyed. I don't, I can't put a finger on it. One of you's about to get some bad news. Hi. It's going to be me, isn't it, mate? Low B. Low B. Oh! <laughs> I think this was your best friend's love working against you. Been back. He's broke his fucking I neck. Know. Had a tall back no, door. He's I'm come back and they've just beat the shit out of it him. Was only and he looks more like a wrestler than Adam Cole. It's it's only a low B. And yes, but I, I do think this is the old joke about you having to downgrade. I've written it down. <laughs> Got a low B, <laughs> and I hate you both. <laughs> right, well, uh, this strange. Right, then Rosa did a promo against Mercedes Martinez, who said she'd beat her up pretty solid. Uh, Martinez saying she's come from over there, even though she was in uh, AEW in the first year, then went over to WWE, and I know was in ones with the gimp masks or some shit. I don't know. Right, Spears versus No Entrance Everett. I still secretly love Spears. He plays a twat role really well. Uh, then he did a. Uh, uh, I thought I'd written down D10, which is a cleaning fluid from kitchens instead of C4. But he he did in fact do a C4 and he won D for the match. Uh, Wardlow brought him a chair and he did some solid spieling against Punk. Comments. I I actually really liked his. But I mean, there's no point talking about a match. But I, I liked his. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I liked his little promo at the end there. I, th I thought it was quite good. It was a high C for me. Um, it, he obviously kept it going, took a little pop at Wardlow as well. Yeah, just like a little off-comment one. Yeah, oh, high C. Uh, D squash oh. for the match. Yeah, C for the yeah. Uh, the promo was good. 
Uh, Acclaim did a diss track. Uh, Bowens did the Stang joke from uh, Talking Chopper Mania, which I always love. You see Stang. Watch Talking Chopper Mania 1, Mo. Be drunk for it, though, or it'll be terrible. I mean, I spent most of my life drunk, so it's fine. Perfect. Yeah, solid. An acclaimed moment there. Wonderful. I I really enjoyed it. This is the first sort of hey. you know vignette I would say for the, these guys um, I've seen. Thoroughly enjoyable. Nothing spectacular or anything, but yeah, it was quite enjoyable. Um, taking a piss out of Derby a little bit as well uh, with sex comments. I don't think I need to comment about, but yeah, no, it was really really good. Um, C plus for me. The morgue. Uh, not for me. I was going to let you two rate this one. I, not the target audience for this. He doesn't like rap. He um, lives in a spooky room. I, I do. I do like hip hop. I, I, I do actually like hip hop. I just this style just isn't what I like, and therefore it's, it's just like goth. it's just some, it's <laughs> just some hip hop. It, it's just some. It's a, it's a hip hop diss track. Um, Blink uh, if Sting and Darby Allen are behind you with bats. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, women's trios, no entrance for anyone. Uh, faces lose by failing to coexist. Can they coexist the match? Uh, some solid wrestling, but once again, didn't seem to be about the match. It was just like they, they put some people into the ring and went, Statlander and Hirsch are going to fall out. Solid start, uh, then Velvet ate sheep for the, shit for the heels for quite a while. Uh, Statlander got a good hot tag and did most of her finishes and did the most painful looking bending of Penelope Ford into that spider submission thing. Like she probably had to put her head on the... She did this to her. Oh, I've got examples now, this is great. <laughs> did literally did like this to her. And I was like... That was pretty cool. Uh, then the faces couldn't coexist and the heels won. I gave it a low C. Uh, I felt like, once again, a match was wasted because they were trying to tell a story that wasn't about the match. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've got, I got it as a C. It was an okay match. Uh, it felt fairly bitty. There was a couple of nice little moments. Like you said, the submission was lovely uh, and strange, but lovely all the same. Um, I really liked. Uh, Bunny did a uh, like a sliding elbow where genuinely looks like she might have broke Velvet's nose. <laughs> it genuinely looked bloody horrible, but also great at the same time. I've literally just got her in classic coexistence. That's it. C for me. It was all right. Oh, what did you think about them coexisting? You're muted. He's not speaking. He's turned his voice off, and now we can point at him and can laugh. Can you hear so me? angry. Can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Raptor pointed out, I know Penelope's bendy, but, <laughs> yeah. Um, it was all right. I gave it a C. Um, I got to see Layla Hirsch. And, yeah, she's like, you know, I love Layla. She didn't do enough arm bars. Previously, I don't want, every... to, I don't want her to turn heel though, because I really like Layla. I think she's lovely. Team Taz, Team Taz, Team Taz. They need a women's. Yeah, well, we've been saying that right. for ages. The Men of the Year promo. They did the same promo they've done every week for the last six weeks. They want the tiles and the company's biased. I don't care what your ranks are. I'm not writing it down. Uh, then uh, Stark shit-talked Lethal and he came out and Lethal's got a lot of nice dad and uncle energy type stuff. And he pointed out the FTW title's a fucking meme, uh, which is what I've been saying since the start and challenged for it. The match announcement. Was want to add anything to the last two moments? No, I just like Taz's continual uh, insistence that he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit. 
Still don't give a shit. That's it, you have to see. <laughs> Whatever. I want to live in a world where Taz discovered comedy wrestling in the 90s and just see how happy he would have been. There'd have been no Taz missions or survive me if you can. He'd have been greasing up floors and wearing cape. It would have been wonderful. Sorry, Morg. I talked over if you've got any comments. No, nothing. See. Right. Then uh, the Beaver Boys and the Dino people had their Mark Henry interview. The Beaver Boys did some dumb shit and played kazoos, which is apparently a Cage thing. Cage spoke for the Super Friends as usual, and Dean hissed. One of the weaker ones, in my opinion. Uh, anything to add to the interview? Uh, right, in fact, look, look at these fucking notes. Yeah, right. Dark Order versus the Super Friends. Jurassic Express with uh, win with one of their double team moves, but they didn't say the name of it, and I've forgotten. Um, Alex fights and mostly loses against Jurassic Express for a bit. I hope we'd see more of him, if I'm honest. He's actually a really good technical wrestler, but he is sadly the least over person in that ring, which is a shame as he's just a bigger Adam Cole. Uh, but it was all for a super over hot tag for Silver because the crowd fucking loves Silver. Uh, Dio beat on uh, JB for quite a while so Jungle Bear Boy can get some of that underdog heat and it went on for quite a while and they tagged in Dino Saw for his obvious hot tag which looks great if you haven't seen this hot tag 72 times and know it's just sequence number two uh, Camera Slow showed some really bad punches from Silver as they went for that four man suplex thing that was really bad nice comeback for the Beaver Boys they did that Fucking wicked combo sequence set of moves they do. Uh, I normally criticise a lot of Jurassic Express matches for having too many setup moments. There were two in this, two of their spots I'd call them. One was Silver being hurricaned out the ring onto Uno, and that looked really organic and smooth, and it didn't look like it was set up, and I did a little fucking cheer. Uh, the four-man fucking suplex cutter thing was obviously set up, but I didn't hate it. It was all right. You know, you've got to give them their spots. Like, as much as I go, oh, that was too spotty. You know, you've got to, I've got to have their moments. Anyway, I actually think the, uh, for all my criticism when I went in there, they obviously get their win. Crowd, woo. It was a good match. I'd give it a high C, B, a high C to a B. I think it was well-paced. I think the wrestling was good. As much as I don't really care about Jurassic Express's titles, I think we got to see enough in there. I think they told a story pretty well. So I'm, I'm negotiable up to a B-Boys uh, for the final match. Oh. So I gave it a low B. I, gen I, I really enjoyed this match. Um, like I said, there was a couple of spots. I, I've put, love the Hurricane Rana. Uh, was it, what did I put? Uh, combo of the motherfucking day. Uh, <laughs> Wonderful, isn't it? Yeah, it was, it was beautiful. Um, one of the comments uh, I put at the end is, uh, I really, really, really want to be friends with John Silver. <laughs> <laughs> don't know why Does he's now he's now become a spot <laughs> yes right uh, yeah I've, i enjoyed it though i don't really have a huge amount more to add they felt like there was some good chemistry um and raptor's gonna hate me i'm not really that bothered about luchasaurus he's just massively over um which is fine and i can see why because he looks i'll give him a compliment uh, that thing where he puts his feet on their shoulders and pulls their head into the mat, which he's just started doing, was a move he did on the Indies that I saw when he was in Lucha Underground. I was like, why is he doing that move? It's fucking cool. It's a DDT with his feet. And he started doing it, and I'm happy. Oh. Yeah, that was cool. 
Uh, I gave it a B. Or, I enjoyed this match. This is my match of the week. Oh shit! Um, yeah, it was good. Like, yeah, I know it, I went in was, I, I, and I appreciate. You know, it's not a high bar this week, but yeah, it was. I, it was my match of the week. This one. Um, it was good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, there's Fuck nothing right, more that's... to add. I, I miss. That's I miss seeing the Beaver Boys. Right, we've got it's it's it, it's a high C for the old uh, rampage, which gives us a C plus for the week. This could be altered if you're one of those people who watches dark, but some of us actually have to do things with our lives. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it is just week. sit in the dark. Yeah. Right. What's next, boys? So, the week um, in wrestling, this bit of storytelling. This not would amazing, have been. Um, so, this is the part where obviously we read out any uh, listeners' questions or viewers' questions as we're now going to be going on actual video and you can see our ugly mugs. Um, we don't have any. You want to send them? WrestleOpinionated at gmail.com, WrestleOP on Facebook, WrestleOP1 on Twitter. If you interact with the Twitter, Mr. Strange will be the one who interacts with you. I do use the Twitter. I'm not very good at it, but I'm willing to insult yeah, you. Yeah, send us questions, things. We haven't had a rant. We haven't been angry about anything for a while. We haven't made Strange get angry for a long time. Rant it's more slight disappointment in Adam Cole. <laughs> we are now going to move on to one of our older segments. We're going to just do a bit of a discussion. Off the oh, cuff, shit. our newest member, Mo, has some items for us to discuss. Over to hey, you, I'm Mo. Mo. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, um, really, first discussion point I'd like to bring up is uh, will WWE ever over push these firings that they're continually doing so far that talent, other than obviously new NXT, people that are coming up with nothing else, um, are just going to stop going to the big show? What's, what's your thoughts, guys? Paul, do you want to go first? Um, so, initial reaction is. I don't know because Dubsy still has this rep for being the place to go, but I don't think it is anymore. I think people like Cody have proved that the Indies, uh, it's a place that you can make a living on the Indies. I've seen Cody's house. Yeah, you know, it's in nice. his kitchen. He's got a lovely kitchen. Yeah, we've seen his kitchen. You know, um, they've proved you can make money on the Indies. The thing is, what Dubsy are looking for now, they're not looking for wrestlers. They're looking for big ex-footballers and, yeah, big guys. Because um, that's what Vince goes to when things are going shit. He goes back to what he knows. And what he knows is pushing big guys. And I don't think that... I don't think that your wrestling audience is necessarily that interested in that anymore. Mr. Strange. Right, so... Um, will, uh, will it stop? Will people not trust them? Well, little things we've seen in the news today. Mustafa Ali has left WWE, saying he can no longer work with them or sort of trust them as the company they are. Britt Baker, Britt Baker said that she would never go there because you can't trust that company, and she's had offers. I think this year, I think at the start of COVID, when they went, we've released a bunch of people, people went, oh, that's fucking shitty, but business. The six months later, they released some more people. Mm-hmm. Then the only thing that was realistically like people watch SmackDown and Raw and the numbers are big and they're good and people are happy. The product is making a record amount of money, would you believe? From people who actually like wrestling and it's not just on TV, 
Uh, I only knew people going, oh, you have to watch NXT Strange. And I was like, Meh. and that's been fucking wrecked from everything I hear from NXT fans. And all of the new upcoming young people who would go out into that world and bring those people in and go, you can work for WWE, you'll make big money. Are no longer going out there. They're going, you can go to WWE, you'll make some money, and then they'll probably fire you. And nobody's had a great experience growing up there. So I think I think it's over. I think they have to go to athletes now. I don't think there's going to be... Except for like Jericho in another few years. Vince goes, yo, do you want X money to sit on commentary? Bonus for a big name. He'll go, yeah. I don't think we'll see many more jumps that way. Except from particularly young, naive talent and very old boys. I think the people we're getting established as our... Well, I suppose people younger than us. The new generation are going to avoid that company and it will be owned by Disney in two years. <laughs> yeah, um, I can't I can't disagree, really. Um, I'm, you know, obviously, I've been brought into this as the new guy for the new guy. You're the WWE question now. fan to fuck. Um, I'm, I'm worried about the product. I, I am genuinely worried, less about the product, actually, more about the wrestlers, because... They're, they're mistreated so badly um, from what we can see and where these just random out there shotgun firings happen. It must be fucking horrible. Absolutely horrible to work in that environment. And it's not like we're in the you know, sort of mid late nineties era where it's very difficult to speak to absolutely everyone. You know, you, the internet is so rife with everything that's going on. A lot of people, a lot of wrestlers and that are also happy to wear their shit on Twitter and whatnot now as well. Um, it doesn't seem like there is a, as many people that are worried about the repercussions of, well, you're not going to come here because you talk shit about us online. Um, uh, I actually uh, heard a great comment. I, I watched the Talking Chopper Mania podcast and listened to their shows and stuff. It's Gallows and Anderson. And it was uh, Gallows, who's been in JPW, he was Festus, and in the biker people with The Undertaker. And he was like, why do all these wrestlers keep saying, oh, my time was great. But, you know, thank you. You were such a... Why do they say, fuck you, you fired me, suck a dick? Because if they want you back, they don't care. They will pay you if they want you back. And that's been shown with several wrestlers who've shit-talked the WWE. And he's like, say, he's... fuck them. <laughs> it's also with people there that are fucking one strong on. There is only one wrestler that Dubsy won't take back. One. One wrestler that Dub Z have said they won't take back that would have been, and this is somebody who they Not needed. Steiner, they ate him. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Punk, and I know this is this is the Punk fan, but it is true. You know, there's been a lot of stuff recently where Dub Z even go, no, 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 never want to work with him. Vince will never work with him again. Do the new and Macho Triple Man. Uh, well, the issue is in the old days, people who wouldn't work with Vince, Triple H was good at going and smoozing with. So people like um, now trips don't give a fuck. I think it was Bruno San Martino. <laughs> I think it was one yeah. that had a big fallout with Vince and Triple H, Ultimate Warrior. Triple H did a lot of the work to smooth that over. Triple H and Punk don't get on, so that's not fucking happening. Unless Triple H suddenly comes out and goes, I'm a massive indie boy. Punk, you were right the entire time. Um, I'm looking forward which... to uh, Paul Levesque showing up on AEW oh, as a manager. it would be the best. Um, <laughs> Punk's manager. Oh. <laughs> Vince um, just explodes. He won't die. He's immortal. But yeah, uh, yeah. And, yeah, and I mean, your other because you had another one. Yeah, and it sort of semi ties in. Um, so 
the potential for AEW to sort of go the same way that WWE has. Um, Hardly. You know, just keeping up either old investors or new investors by limiting their sort of talent relations and um, the hardcore styles um, that yeah they do to, to make money. So are they just going to stop that? Do you think there's potential that they will stop that for the big payday? I've got. I've read up some shit on this. So I'm going to let more. No, no, you can this. go first because I, I, I just have opinions on this, not facts. Right, so um, obviously, there's been a few snipey remarks from the old E to the old A Dub about the blood and guts, which they then turned into a name for one of their pay per views. Wonderful. And the recent women's hardcore match, which got quite a bit of attention. Look, them. Somebody made a snide comment, and we're like. Look, look, they, they had women bleeding on the television. That's, oh, it's bad, isn't it? Um, so, this has been brought up, and there are other rumours that whenever something dodge has gone on, uh, WWE has had people informing them of, uh, informing legal entities of this is dodgy. So, for example, when Nick Gage was in his hardcore match with Jericho and cutting his head with a pizza cutter, it clipped to a Domino's advert. <laughs> And somebody let on Domino's about this, and oh, people were mad, and they were like, oh, maybe I'll take them off TNT and TBS. TNT have stated, and TBS have stated, um, after, especially the women of AEW are in that hardcore match, all of them except for Penelope, I think, put up pictures of themselves bleeding after the match, giving the fingers and being like, oh, fuck you, we're hardcore. Uh, TBS and TNT have stated that they show, like, movies with People being killed in with guns and stabbings. And most kids watch a Marvel, like every Marvel film, which, you know, has a villain die in pretty much every single one. I won't spoil it, even though you should have seen it by now, but Far From Home, Spider-Man features bleeding Spider-Man. Oh, they get beaten up and there's, there's nosebleeds and stuff. Think WWE is trying to push that all wrestling should be what has made it is wrestling we're media friendly now but i think the people who make aew know that wrestling it might be more profitable now than it used to be, but it certainly ain't watched as much as it used to be um because the 90s were fucking cool people were barbed wire and went through fucking flaming tables and we're not sexist anymore so women can have those matches as well I know it's scary when a little delicate woman who is a trained athlete gets put through a table that's designed to break and maybe cuts her forehead with a, uh, a razor. But it's it's no different to a male athlete doing it, kids. I mean, I've made myself bleed before for effects. Yeah. So no, I don't think they'll go with it. I think they know that wrestling is dying because it's becoming disney because Disney will buy WWE in two years. I think they know the only way to make a product that will stand out is to present it as an adult thing that teenagers can comfortably watch. Because teenagers are the people who grow up and pay for your product for the rest of their lives. Hi there, my name's Matt Strange. I can't, I, now, I, I shouldn't have let you go first because I can't add much more to that. Ooh, um, fucking dissertation yeah. man, he was on the high school debate team. I think, I think the big... Um, the big one for me is I think it's just it's an alternative. And I think they any investors know what they're getting into. You're already going to see um, the previous matches. You know, it's a slightly more advanced. You know, it. so it's very interesting because one of the things during the Attitude Era was that um, 
because of WCW's channel they were on, which I believe was TBS, they had the, um, oh, I can't remember what they were called. There was a specific name. But they were kind of like the censorship guys. You couldn't do these things. Oh, and Dub Z, yeah. The, uh, Dub Z uh, could yeah. do these things. And what we're actually seeing is a flip side and a reverse. And yes, AEW is sometimes feels a bit too Dub C Dub. Um, but what I think we are seeing is a bit of a flip side in that we're seeing an adult wrestling show. Doesn't have to be the Attitude Era because the Attitude Era, there was a lot of shit in the Attitude Era. The Katie Vick saga was the Attitude Era. There was a lot of shit. Next, in you'll the be attitude. saying Snitsky wasn't good, and he kicked a baby into a crowd. <laughs> he got some height on that baby too. I believe hey. he's ruthless aggression. I could be wrong. I think he's ruthless Neither? aggression. I think Snitsky's ruthless aggression. Yeah, I think so. So discussion point three is Snitsky. He kicked a baby doll in a plot involving yep. Kane marrying Lita into a crowd. That is definitely, even if it was in the ruthless aggression <laughs> era, that is definitely an attitude era storyline. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, uh, I I genuinely hope you guys are are both correct. Um, that they're not going to water down literally the product um for the sake of a cash payout or better advertising or or a you know a saudi deal or something you know uh whatever it may be my worry is that there's always that possibility money does make the world go round i'm gonna sound uh this is this is a very positive thing uh i hope i'm using correct words I think AEW is too gay for a Saudi deal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get that. Yeah, and yeah, 100%. yeah. You know, the other thing is, you have to remember, my friends are gay. You have to remember that that, Sorry, Sh- that Shad Khan has basically gone to Tony Khan. Look, spend your money, son. You need to spend some of this money before I die, because this is virtually. He's no interest in the wrestling, and he's basically told him, "Just go and spend some of this money." So the thing is. The big Saudi deal. But I wish my come. dad was a billionaire who'd yeah, buy me a wrestling uh, company. You know, uh, Shad Khan, I believe, is richer than Vince. Is. And it is a case of go and spend my money, son. So, other than him. That's why we have every single person who leaves fucking WWE. And we WWE. don't have all of them. The big one with it is the fact that the only thing that TNT. Uh, sorry, that um, AEW need to worry is TNT or TBS pulling the, that's to, uh, doing an ECW to them and going, you're too violent, we're going to take, and losing their TV deal, would that would just kill them because they couldn't, They, I mean, yes, Tony could just pay the big stars to do house shows, but there's got to be some, he's still a businessman and his dad's not just going to plough the money in for him to just, but yeah, I think turning down those kind of investors that he doesn't agree with, I don't think are a problem. Yeah, we get no. to see you again soon. And I think they, I think they also proved that with the the Dominoes thing, where they just kind of AEW just oh, laughed yeah. it off, basically. So, oh, that was unfortunate. Also, in a world of ethical companies and everything, all of us fans who have taste and actually, you know, make decisions based off our ethics, as opposed to saying we don't like a thing, then going to see it anyway. Uh, all of us ethical fans don't buy WWE products and do buy AEW products until they slip. Then we have to go to Impact or some shit, man. Uh, just saying, ethical consumer base, which is growing amongst young people and the wonderful fans to be, says don't buy things from shitty companies. Don't buy from Amazon. 
Don't buy pop figures because they're made from Chinese slaves. Don't watch WB until they treat their staff well. Hooray, oh, mate. You're, you're going to love uh, next week's show when I have all of my pop figures behind me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Amazon, uh, you know, marketing. <laughs> <laughs> It's just me and you now, Morg. Right. <laughs> you do know if he knew how to turn his camera off, he would have just switched his camera off there. <laughs> well, I... <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Well, I did just accidentally work out that if I click on our windows, the one of us who's talking can become the full screen and probably be much uh, more interesting to watch. Um, right, so that's our show for the week. Uh, I'd like to thank Anchor.fm for hosting the podcast. You can find us, Anchor.fm. Um, Spotify and YouTube where we are wrestle opinionated and next week hopefully if everything goes right we now have a new social media for you to follow which is the wrestle opinionated twitch channel and we Hooray! will be hopefully if everything goes according to plan broadcasting our show as a live show on twitch starting next week oh on Tuesday oh I believe unless something changes it's good to me. I've just got to learn how to look at this fucking camera and not do weird things with my face the whole time. <laughs> so with that being said, thank you all very much for listening. Over to you, Mo. So I don't steal uh, Matt's stuff. I'm actually going to do a Mo moment. Mo moment is all about the John Silver and his tan hands. Yeah, like, share, subscribe, write a little comment, click all the buttons, share this to your friends, ring a bell, uh, do the Twitch thing now. We like all engagement, send us letters, we love you very much, we'll reply to anything, I'll insult you on Twitter. Morg said the things, and now it's back to Morg. So all that's left to be said is goodbye and good night. <laughs>